Welcome to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, the official podcast home for all human design manifestors. I'm your host, Holly Marie, a 4-6 clinic manifester, a certified human design teacher, and a manifester who is following her own creative urge to facilitate a thriving global community of aligned, powerful manifestors. Wherever you are at in your manifestor journey, or even if you are here just because you love a manifestor and you want to understand them a little bit more, this podcast is the place for you. Stick around for in-depth teaching, for real-life practical tips and understandings of the manifestor journey, and how to become aligned and powerful and thriving as a manifestor. You are here for global impact. You are here to change the world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the very first Hunting for Purpose podcast episode for 2021. It was a heck of an end to 2020 um, and an even wilder begin to 2021 for sure. But I hope that each of you has had time to um, lay back, to have a big rest cycle, to relax, to get in connection with your inner voice and to really just kind of get a gauge on what your experience was last year and what you want your experience to be in 2021. I am kicking off this first episode for the year with something a little bit unusual, a little bit different. I am surrounded by, at the moment, three very perfect and wonderful little humans. They are my little humans, my three children, and we do a lot of human design in our family. Um, really because I'm into human design and I expect all of the rest of them (laughs) to be into human design with me. So I wanted to start off the year doing an episode with my three kids, um, talking about how they understand their human design, how we do human design as a family, and just general thoughts that they have because kids say the most incredible and wise and hilarious things. So we have here today Jack, he is my eldest child. He is 12. He is a 4-6 emotional projector. Jack, do you want to say hi? Hi. <laughs> we have Ruby. She is a 10-year-old 6-2 sacral generator. Do you want to say hi, Ruby? Hi. And finally, we have our youngest, which is Elijah, our 4-6 emotional manifester. Do you want to say hi, Elijah? Hi. <laughs> they are all eating candy canes. We are all sitting on my bed. Um, and we'll see how this goes. It took me an hour to get them all here and a lot of informing just to, to get to this place. <laughs> Mums can relate. So, yeah, Jack was really the only keen one. Yes, of course, as the projector, he's always happy to help out and to support and to help bring my my visions and my ideas to life. We love our projectors. So, obviously, in our family, we have quite a mix. My husband is also a 4-6 splenic projector. So, we've got two projectors, two manifestors, and a generator in our family, which is very, very unusual. Um, And so I wanted to start with our beautiful generator, our Ruby girl over here, because as we know in society, about 35 to 37% of the population are generators. So generally speaking, generators are surrounded by a lot of other generators, and that's the norm. But for Ruby, you don't see a lot of other people in our family like you do you're the only generator we have right yeah do you notice that you are a bit different to the rest of us in our family yeah yeah how do you think you're a little bit different um 
because I need to be alone more than everyone else in the family. Mm-hmm. And thinking. She's thinking. I'm more creative than Jack and Margie and Mom and Dad. That's really all I can think of. Yeah. So because you're a 6'2", right, and the rest of us are four sixes, because you've got that two line, that's what makes you an introvert, isn't it? And so you need time alone when the rest of us don't, huh? Yeah. So sometimes we see that, or often we see that, like at the end of the school day, don't we, when you're really tired from being around other people all day. And when you come home, you just say, like, I just want to go to my room. Yeah? I just want to be alone. Do you find that's a bit of a struggle with the rest of us when we always want to be together and we always want to be doing stuff and connecting? Do you feel like, oh, my goodness, I'm so tired of this? Yeah. Yeah. Especially with him. Especially with Elijah. (laughs) So you're getting, like, real-life interactions here between a generator and a manifestor. This is, like, pretty standard for their relationship. They're either deeply connected and they love each other or they get on each other's nerves. Um, and they do, they're, they're against each other, aren't they? And also you mentioned, Ruby, that you're more creative than the rest of us. How do you think that shows up? Um, I think it shows up when I'm doing art projects mm-hmm. um, and when I'm alone and um, when I'm, like, drawing and painting. Mm-hmm. So Ruby is super crafty and always has been. She's been crafty since she was, oh gosh, less than one year old. Um, And you really, really enjoy just being in your own space, don't you? Just creating whatever you feel like in the moment. Can you tell people the different types of things that you create and what that feels like for you? (laughs) She's shrugging her shoulders. What types of things do you like to do with your craft? I like to draw things about what I read. Like, I like to draw dragons and what I think scavengers would look like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you love to, like, build stuff, don't you? Put pieces of things together to build projects. And what does it feel like to you when you create those things? Um, It feels like I'm in my own happy space. Uh I love that. I love that so much. So flicking over to the, our projector mm-hmm. over here, munching down on a candy cane. Hi. Hi. It would usually be a carrot. Though. It would usually be a yeah. carrot, yes, of <laughs> course. As a projector, he keeps a very, very, like, regulated eating cycle. We also do a lot in our family with, with PHS, which is kind of Human Design 2.0, so really understanding digestion and environment, perspective, all of that kind of stuff. So we know that for those who are into PHS, Um, we know that Jack is a calm digester and so he needs to be in a very kind of calm, quiet space to eat. So he usually sort of snacks all day long on consistent things that he just finds really calming. And a lot of that is carrots, isn't it, mate? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Jack, how many carrots a day do you think you would eat? One, two or three. Yeah? Yeah, usually between like one and three carrots. I used to eat around like five a day. Yeah. He did. He did start going a bit orange, didn't he? It's not a myth. It's true. It is true. (laughs) Classic projector there. 
So, Jacko, what do you think that it means to be a projector? Mm. I don't know. All I really know at the moment is that so me and Dad both think our answers are right, so we fight a lot. <laughs> yep, yep. The manifest is putting his thumbs up, <laughs> yeah, agreeing with this. Yeah, and is that because you and Dad are both projectors? Yep. Yep. And because you both have a defined Ajna, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're both very bitter. You do get very bitter. What does it feel like for you when you're bitter? How do you think that shows up for you? I honestly don't know. Yeah, what does it, like, when you feel really upset by something and you get bitter, what does your behaviour do? Um, I become violent, yeah. You become what? Violent, yeah. What does that mean? Violent. Oh, violent. <laughs> you violent. become a bit violent. Violent, Did you yeah. Get that word yeah. from bad? <laughs> do you, is there something that like you say to yourself because often I notice when you are feeling really bitter you will say stuff like everyone's against me and nobody understands what I'm thinking or feeling yeah is that right mm-hmm. yeah we also know that you're an emotional projector, right? Mm-hmm. And Daddy's a splenic projector. So you guys operate a little bit differently. And for those who are emotional authorities, Jack has what we call the tribal wave, which is the most intense emotional wave. Um, and it goes for a long time, doesn't it? So can you tell us a bit about how your emotions feel, Jack? Mm. I think, like, they go really weird sometimes. Like, one second I'm really happy, then I'm really angry, then I'm really sad, then I'm really overwhelmed, then I'm really annoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Generator and manifestor agree. That's right. <laughs> yeah. and, and the second, and the main generator agree. The, the, ma- the main, the main manifestor <laughs> I'm getting human business. Yeah, and do you feel like there's anything that helps those emotions? Your phone, when you get to go into your own space usually, mm. yeah. Yeah, I go into my room and just lie on my bed and play on my Switch or watch stuff on my phone and that usually calms me down. That's what I've been trying to tell you. Uh, but yes. you have been disagreeing with it. <laughs> okay. That's why I get annoyed. De- defined Ajna. Yes. Projector speaking here. I'm loving it. Sharing your opinion. Super good. Um, do you feel like it's really important for you that when you're – like really good at something that we recognize you for that yes yes and what is it that you are really naturally good at gaming gaming tech yeah tech stuff mm-hmm. and coding right guys yeah yeah i'm insane at fortnite yeah jack is yeah. really really good at those things deeply passionate about it knows all of the details don't you and what happens when you try to tell everybody in the family all the stuff that you know about gaming um, they kind of get annoyed because <laughs> I'm just going, hey, blah, 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 and they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we're a bit like, whoa. Mini Festa putting his phone. Yeah, the the manifesto we call him a mini Festa. We'll get to him in just a second. He's waiting very patiently. Thank you, Elijah. Usually he's yeah. not very patient. So, mm-hmm. what have you been learning, Jack, about sharing? sharing your thoughts and sharing your knowledge with people. I need an invitation. You need an invitation. And what does that look like in our family? Um, Jack, can you tell me about this? Yes. 
And how does it feel when you've been invited and then when you share? Mm. How does it feel? It feels like people actually understand me for what I'm good at and what I know I'm not about. Uh-huh. So good. Do you find it's pretty easy for you to wait for that invitation? Or do you sometimes need to ask for it? I can't wait for the invitation. You get still working on that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that with with me especially, especially as you get older, you've been really beautiful at helping me kind of bring my ideas to life and bring my projects to life. And helping you with Soul Salts. That's right. So you really helped me a lot with my second business, Soul Salts. Is that something that you really enjoy doing? Like when mummy has an idea and I'm working on something, do you get inspired to help me out? Mm. Yeah. And what does that... I like helping you out. Yeah. The tech stuff. Yeah. And what does that feel like when I let you have a role in that and I let you help? I feel like you're actually letting me help with stuff I'm good with. That's awesome. And you're such a good helper. You're so amazing and you teach me so much. It's really beautiful. I teach you a lot about tech. You do. Hey, and one final thing I wanted to ask you is as a projector, do you feel like sleep is really important to you? Nope. You don't? I, I stay up till like 9 o'clock at night watching YouTube on my Switch. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, mm. yeah. I stay up till 9 o'clock watching Fresh Round on my Switch on YouTube. You do get I a go. bit obsessive about mm. things, don't you? Yeah, when and, I, and then I go to sleep, but then I wake up really tired, but then, like, I just need to get on the Fresh Round and I'm wide awake. Yeah, so you, you need to take yeah. a break, don't you? doing things and have a bit of chill out time yeah i guess yeah? so and when you were a baby you had a lot of naps you slept a lot but your sister our generator did not she was not into sleep at all mm-hmm. as a baby we had to use up all of her energy to get her to sleep just yeah. Like yeah just like nora just like nora right our manifesting generator friend yeah mm-hmm. okay Manif- manifester elijah over here we call him our mini fester because i'm i'm the big manifester and he is our mini fester do you want to say hi everybody hi <laughs> we, we'll see how this goes we can't ever tell a manifester what to do can we so <laughs> <laughs> that's the response that we normally get Elijah, how old are you? Can you tell everybody? Seven. You're seven. And what do you think it means to be a mini-fester? You don't know? Shrugging your shoulders. Um, do you like it when we tell you what to do? <laughs> no. <laughs> do you feel a lot better when you get to make the decisions? Yes. Yes. And what kinds of decisions do you like to make about your life? Have a bunch of chocolate. Yeah, and do a lot of device time and watch a lot of TV and eat whatever food you want. Yeah, yeah. And when you get to make your own decisions, do you feel really happy about that? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. How do you feel like that works for you at school when you go to school and your teachers tell you what to do? He's thinking about it, shrugging his shoulders. Do you sometimes, when your teachers tell you what to do, do you sometimes have some thoughts in your head of like, oh, don't tell me what to do, I don't want to listen? No. No? Do you like it at school? 
Yeah. Aha, uh-huh, that's really interesting. Is it, yeah, is it because you get to learn really cool stuff that you're interested in? Yes. Aha, uh-huh, I see. Like maths. You love maths and you're really interested in maths, aren't you? I hate maths. Ruby's <laughs> not into maths at all. <laughs> maths is hard. Yeah, but Elijah, no, finds, not hard. Elijah finds maths really easy. I just think about it first and then when we go to our desk and start doing it, I just remember, then start doing it. Oh, and it just comes really easy to you. Well, mm-hmm. my teachers, they didn't they didn't explain the math thing very well. So I'm like, what am I supposed to do here? What's, what's going on? What's oh. now? So math doesn't come easy to you and you feel like you need to have it explained to you, Ruby. Yeah. And for Elijah, it comes really easy. Elijah, what does it feel like to you because when, when you get to do math and it comes really easy? The spline in maths, um, it first doesn't make sense, but when I go back to my desk, it makes sense. Oh, and what does that feel like for you in your emotions? It feels like thumbs up. What's thumbs up? Is thumbs up like happy? You're drawing a smiley face. Yes? What are you drawing in the air? <laughs> yes. Okay. What's your, what's one of your favourite things to say when mummy and daddy ask you to explain yourself or tell us what you're doing at the moment? I can't remember. Or you say to us, you don't need to know. Uh-huh. Is that one of the favourite things that Elijah says? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Let's ask Jack and Ruby over here, projector and generator, what are some of the things that Elijah says a lot to everyone? Up your bum. He says up your bum. He's very into that, isn't he? Because he thinks it's really funny. I think he says no a lot. Do we hear a lot of no's from Elijah? And he says, you don't need to know. You don't need to know. Uh That's why I have my switch playing game. She's like, Ray, it's time to hop up. Get off your switch, That's why I have a no button. You do. Elijah has a, a no button that he can press and it says no in a whole bunch of different ways. Yep. Doesn't it? It says no in like 10 different ways. It does. Hey, also, Elijah, when you have to do something that you don't want to do. I just farted. Interesting. You just farted. How fascinating. (laughs) That's another thing he likes to say. (laughs) When Elijah does love to inform us about everything that's happening in his body, doesn't he? So, Elijah, when you have to do something that you don't want to do, like you have to get dressed or you have to brush your teeth or, or you, have to put your clothes you have to put your clothes away or clean your room, what emotion do you feel? <laughs> What's that emotion annoyed. called? Is it annoyed? you gotta say, annoyed. you got to say words. Are you annoyed? You feel annoyed. Yeah. Is it, would you say that it's also angry? Yes. Yes. So how does your anger show up? What kind of ways do you behave when you're angry? I can't remember. You can't remember? What about you guys? Can you tell us how Elijah behaves when he's angry? Um, very violent. He's violent? He punches me, scratches me, pinches me. I don't always do that. Uh, he goes into his room and he, he sometimes slams the door and then he's on his 
bed. And whenever someone opens the door, or just comes in to get someone from theirs, or comes in to talk to them, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about oh, what yeah. about his voice? Does he yell a lot? Yeah, yes. and I got something to add to Ruby's. He also sometimes goes, ah, I want Bree, Bree, Bree's mm -hmm. our dog. She's one year old. She's a puppy. She is. Yay, Bree's a year old. So, Ruby, I didn't. when when you are forced to do things that you don't like or when you don't like what's happening around you or you feel, like, tired and stuff, what emotion do you feel? Um, when I'm told to do something, it depends on my mood of what my reaction will be. Like, if I'm mad or tired or overwhelmed, I'll be like, no, leave me alone. Go away. But if I'm in a good mood, I'll be like, okay, um, I'll do it in a couple of minutes, or okay, I'll do it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like when things don't work out the way that you want them, that you get frustrated? Yes, you're nodding your head. Yeah. And how do you express that frustration? Um. Sometimes, um, I just stay silent and I go into my room and I read um or um I'll go into my room and I'll go under my bed and I'll stay there for a couple of minutes mm -hmm. and then I'll be good do you notice that a lot of the times you grunt out loud when you get frustrated yes she's nodding her head very emphatically uh-huh we get a lot of grunting don't we when you're frustrated uh-huh, uh-huh, uh -huh. whereas our manifesto when he's angry, he yells, don't you, and you, you lash out with your body, uh -huh. yeah, and our projector when he gets bitter, he usually cries and wants to go away on his own. Or get really violent. Yeah, so here's a really important question, guys. When mummy, as a manifester, when mummy gets angry, how do I behave? What do you see of mummy when I'm angry? Um, you you yell and you, you swear a bit. Mm -hmm. And you're like, and, and you're like, everyone, go away. Stop looking at me. <laughs> yep, that's very I'll accurate. Do a reenactment of her. No, don't do a reenactment. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm doing it. Okay, do a reenactment. Nah, stop looking at me, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty accurate. Elijah, what do you notice of mummy being an angry manifester? Whenever one's your special stuff breaks, you get really angry. I do get really you angry. You say, stop looking at us! <laughs> stop looking at me. I always tell you to stop looking at me. Yeah, stop paying attention to me. tell us to like go to the other end of the house. Yes. Yeah. So I can get some space. Yeah. And what kinds of things make mummy an angry manifesto. Uh, um, when that disco ball crystal broke. When my special things get broken, yeah. yeah. When uh, that disco ball. My special crystal, crystal broke, yes. When someone refuses to listen to you. Mm, yeah. Um, when someone keeps saying no continuously to you, even when you're asking, like, really nicely. Yes. And when, when your patience wears off and people keep asking you questions and annoying you. Very, very true. Very true. And when you're watching your show and people keep asking you questions. That also annoys me, making me explain myself and interrupting what when, I'm doing. When you get disturbed when you're reading your book because you're happily reading and someone goes, I love you, I want a hug. 
Do I sometimes do I sometimes tell you guys that I need space? I have a new yeah. hat. Elijah's wearing a pillow as a hat. He just wants to inform us like of that. Seventy five percent of the time. Yes. And have you noticed when Mummy is informing you of things? Like when mummy's telling you what I'm thinking or what I'm feeling or what I want or what I need. Do you guys notice that when mummy tells you those things? Yeah. Half the time, yes. Half the time. And if you respond to my informing and, and you kind of chat with me or you do what I ask, how do I, how does that make me behave? It makes you feel more happy. Yeah. I think you're actually being listened to. Yeah. People actually understand you. And am I a pretty peaceful mummy? When that happens? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Elijah, I'm not going to explain myself in the middle of a podcast. Um, hey, Elijah, can I ask you yeah? about informing? What's informing? Remember when you say the things out loud that are happening for you? Like, I just farted or I'm wearing a pillow on my head. Or, That's right. I'm wearing your glasses or I'm jumping on a trampoline. That's right. How do you feel when you inform people? Do you feel like it's just pretty easy for you to just, like, tell people what's going on for you? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Do sometimes people say to you, oh, my goodness, you're so loud, stop talking? Yeah, bro. They do. And how does that make you feel? Angry, bro. Angry. But when people ask you to inform, when Uh mummy and daddy say, hey, Elijah, What's happening for you at the moment? What are you doing? Tell us what you're feeling. Tell us what you're thinking. Tell us what you're going to do. Do you want to tell us? No. No. <laughs> no. And can you tell people, I don't know if you remember this because it was a few weeks ago now and a seven-year-old manifesto doesn't have a long memory, but do you remember when we were at school last year and we would be driving to school in the mornings and you would want to walk into the front gate on your own, right? Yeah. And mummy, what would mummy say? What did we need to get if you wanted to walk into school on your own? Car park out the front. You need a car park out the front of the school. And so what would mummy tell you that you needed to say out loud? Do you remember? No. That as we were driving to school, you would need to say out loud, I want a car park out the front. I want a car park out the front, right? Yep. And when you would say that out loud, <laughs> what would happen when we'd get to school? Mm. Yeah. Would there be a car park out the front? Yep. Yes, exactly. Sometimes there are no car parks out the front. And do you think do you think that's pretty cool? Do you think that's pretty great? Yeah. That that happens? Yeah? yeah? That's the way that informing works as well. Okay, one last thing I want to ask you guys because the natives here are getting restless. They're, like, crawling all over the bed. No, I'm so, not. Well, you're piled up behind pillows. The, no, the generator is sitting perfectly still. Thank you, generator. I wanted to mention Ruby because Ruby is the only person in our family with an open throat. Everybody else has a defined throat. So Rube's... We know that sometimes you get really tired talking, don't you? And usually, I'll tell you later, Elijah, usually that means that when you've had a big day of talking to people, what do you feel like? Tired. You're tired. And do you want to keep talking? Yeah. 
So when you finish school for the day, do you want to share with us about what happened at school? No. No, because you're pretty tired. And what's it like for you being someone who gets tired from talking in a whole family of people who talk all the time? Um, I get headaches a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, How it, does this it means that um, it's, it's hard to find a space that's actually quiet. Mm-hmm. And um, it means... I get really tired because I have to use my voice again to ask you to be quiet. Oh, yes. So we're trying to be mindful of that as a family, right? Have you noticed our efforts with that? To not Well, the, the little mini fester is not so great with that, but the rest of us, we're working pretty hard on it, aren't we? And does that help you when we don't expect you to talk? Yes, I love that. Okay, guys, one last question for everybody Yay. before we go. What do you think it is like having a mummy who's a manifester. What am I like as a mummy being a manifester? I know. Sometimes it can get a bit annoying, but the rest of the time you're really nice. What's annoying about having a manifester mum? Um, sometimes like you get really annoyed easily. Yeah. And really angry easily. Yeah. And when you get angry, you get really loud and shout, and that gives me a massive headache and hurts my ears. <laughs> But what are the good things about having a manifesto mummy? Um, we learn lots of stuff about the human design, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Do we do, like, really interesting, unique things? Does mummy get great ideas and we go and do fun stuff? Yes. Like yeah. rock climbing tomorrow. Yes. Yay! Elijah, what do you think it's like having a manifesto mummy? Annoying and nice. Oh, can you explain that a little bit? If you want to. Because you always tell me what to do. And nice. Sometimes you can be nice. I can be nice sometimes, can I? Uh What do I do that's nice? Taking us rock climbing. Yeah. (laughs) Taking you rock climbing. Yeah. Taking us to the pool. Taking us rock climbing. Taking us to the park. Yeah. Yeah. And Ruby, what do you think it's like having a manifesto mummy? Um, I think I can get... A little bit annoying when you when you're always asking us to use our manners. <laughs> sure. Mummy true, does, true. Mummy does have a lot of values and principles, don't I? True. That's my gate fifty right there. Um, yeah. But I think you're fun, um, because you like you take us to a lot of things that are expensive, and um, you do a lot of things for us even when you're busy and you have to do your own. Yeah, yeah. I think we try to have a lot of fun together, don't we? Yeah. As a family. Do you think that mummy as a manifester is more fun than the projector daddy? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Daddy's always rude. No, he's not. not. Daddy's not always, he just tells you what to do and you don't he's like being told always what to rude. Do. Yeah. Daddy's a bit more like, he just has a routine of work, doesn't he? He works and he rests and he works and he rests. Bree the dog is out outside somewhere. Okay, guys, is there anything else that you would like to share about your human design? No. No? That's definite no from the manifester. Ruby's shrugging her shoulders. Jack, do you want to share anything else about being a projector? You don't know? Okay. Okay, then just end it now. (laughs)
being informed by the manifesto right there. So I hope this has been um, enjoyable for everybody and not just 30 minutes of like random strange kid talk. Um, but this is human design as a family from yep. the lens from the lens Dad of kids and human I hope this is helpful for the other manifester parents out yeah. there or even parents of manifestors to kind of hear things from the perspective of a little manifester and also the way that we impact those other people in our lives, how we can use human design together as a family. Okay, that's it. That's over and out. The, the children are getting restless. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. I hope that my words, my sharing and spiritual wisdom that came through today's episode have a magnificently transforming impact on your life. If you love this episode, I would be so humbly and truly grateful if you would share it on your social media. You can tag me on Instagram or Facebook at The Holly Marie. And also, please consider taking a moment to leave a review right here on iTunes so that this information, this podcast, and this spiritual transformation can be spread to even more people. Again, I cannot wait to see you for the next episode of Hunting for Purpose.